0: Welcome to the Good Is Cool podcast. My name is Macy McNeely.
1: And I am Lloyd Day.
0: Life is a series of sales. Many people try to take on the game of life without refining their communication and sales skills.
1: These skills are vital in order to be a leader in the marketplace and in your home. The Good Is Cool podcast will help you build your confidence, communication, and culture through effective techniques.
0: Let's get started. Just a couple of weeks ago, I was hanging out with my mom. Love my mom. She's the greatest. And you know, the last couple of really months, maybe a little bit more things have been crazy. I have been traveling. I went on a little vacation. I have been working like crazy. I've just been go, 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 go. And typically I'm like a 4am wake up, Workout, you know, prep my meals, taking to work, like that's just kind of the way I've always done things. But for the last couple of months, I've just been so exhausted that it's just not been a priority. And my husband is so sweet. It, the alarm goes off and he's like, "Oh, Macy, you know, you had such such a big week. You have had so much going on. You know, just sleep in today. It'll be okay. You can work out tomorrow." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. I I do deserve this. I do." De- deserve to sleep in to skip out on today. And, and when I was hanging out with my mom, I just kind of was like, mom, you know, I just, I've been off. I, I can't seem, you know, to, to work out and so much going on and, you know, food is just like the last thing on my mind. I just try to eat so I can get by and go to bed and wake up and do it again. And I, I was looking for that comfort that Austin was giving me. And, uh, she looked at me and she said, Macy, that is unacceptable. You need to work out. You need to make your eating a priority. This is unacceptable. And my mom tells it like it is. And I'm so thankful for that. And and here's what was happening, Loy. I was being easy on myself by not working out and not eating healthy. And therefore my life got so hard. I was so sluggish. I couldn't think clearly. I was more emotional. I had less of an intention span. I was not as happy. I was kind of snapping at people. And because I was so easy on myself, my life got so hard. But uh, right after that conversation, I pulled it together. I was like, she's right. I need to pull it together. I told my husband, I said, hey, I need you to be hard on me. I need you, when my alarm goes off, I need you to say, get up, let's go it's time come on and over the last couple of weeks I've been really hard on myself like super hard on myself and honestly my life has gotten so much easier I'm so much happier I am in such a good mood I feel good I feel strong I feel clear-headed I feel motivated and excited and being hard on yourself is really the nicest thing you could possibly do I think people get confused a lot between being kind and being hard on yourself, being hard on yourself is being kind to yourself. We're so capable of so much, and we let things slide by. like, and maybe you don't notice this, one. Do you notice that on social media, uh, a lot of times things will say like, you know, just chill, you know, be easy, it's okay, be nice, be calm, you know, don't don't worry, and don't be so tough on yourself. And I just feel like that's the biggest lie, don't you think?
1: Well, I do see. The word self care a lot, I think, on social media. Yeah, and I see the word work life balance a lot, yeah. and all those things are important. But I yeah. thought I'd give you three mindset points to go with your story there, yeah. so we can so we can kind of put you,
0: arms around it. Do you agree with me about being hard on yourself? Oh, I totally
1: agree. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I do agree. Yeah, and we're going to talk about your mom just in just a minute yeah. because she is one of the best at at doing this and
0: she's really hard on you too yes which is a
1: good thing uh but the three points we want to make here let's talk about expectations yeah sowing and reaping yeah and don't lie to yourself okay expectations i read a book not long ago it, it was called scaling up it was a good book it's talking about how to run a business how to run a business big business and scale up which we're not to that point but it was interesting reading is more about executives than, than uh, ideology. Right. But they, they had something in there that really caught my attention. And they talked about accountability, responsibility and authority. Okay. And the way they define those makes a lot of sense. It says only one person within a group of people, whether it be a big or small group can be accountable to the result. There's only one person who is accountable. Now, everyone can be responsible. Responsible means the ability to respond. So anyone can be responsible for any situation, but only one person can be held ultimately accountable. And the third thing they talked about was authority. And some people have authority to do something about it, and some people don't in certain situations. So if you think about, you know, in what cases are you accountable? Who's accountable? In what cases are you responsible? Everyone is. And in what cases do you have, Authority or who has the authority?
0: Lloyd, do you have an example of that? I think that something about the Ritz. You've told me before.
1: Yeah, the Ritz. The Ritz has a great example of that. The way the Ritz sets it up, which is pretty impressive, the Ritz Carlton. They say any employee who gets a complaint from a guest or a customer has accountability to see that to the end. They are the ones accountable to that complaint, and. Therefore, they're also responsible, but they also give these employees $2,000 per occurrence as authority. So they're accountable and they have some level of authority to do something about it. That's a good example. Yeah. But in this case, we as individuals are accountable, responsible, and we have authority for ourselves. Yeah, so good. And the second part about a story around expectations is people kind of live up to their expectations. And in your household, probably led by your mom more than me, Oh yeah, we would hold you an expectation for you to make certain grades. You were expected to make those grades, whatever it took, that was your responsibility. And you're accountable for that as well, but we held you to that expectation. And when you went out to, for cheerleading and wanted to be the cheerleading squad, we held you to an expectation to be your best, to do your work, to prepare, to do all the things that you're expected to do, to be in that situation. And you ended up being successful, which I would say made your life better and easier.
0: 100%. And you know, each, I remember my friends, they would have different expectations. Like some had expectations to get a job and to, you know, be responsible for certain things. But my, my two things that I was responsible for was school, and sports, school and sports, and really what it was, it was the effort of that. And I can honestly sit here and say that those expectations has made me who I am. Because now I have this undeniable work ethic and drive that has come from those expectations.
1: And as an individual, now that you're on your own, you have to set your own expectations. Right. And some people, that's why they use life coaches. They're using coaches to help them set expectations and to hold them accountable. Wow, yeah, that's so interesting. It is true, but you have to set high expectations and then work towards those, those to make your life better. So that's being hard on yourself so that life will be easier. Yeah, do you have
0: any expectations you set
1: for yourself? Yes, I have expectations that I set all the time. Can you give us an example? Well, my expectations that I set for myself is to try to make sure that I am a good example for my family, that I hold this... Business together for the staff people. They're required for that. I have expectations to maintain my health in a certain way, and it's just those kind of things. I don't have any big expectations to make a lot of money and do all those things. Mine is more like to try to be the right person, you know, for the right people around me. Absolutely. And now the second thing we're going to talk about is sowing and reaping. Do you believe that that's a thing? One hundred percent. You reap what you sow. An example of that would be when I was younger, trying to start this business. At that time, I did want to get a business started. I did want to make a a fair, honest, good living for my family. I wanted us to be comfortable and be able to enjoy the things we wanted to enjoy. So to me, that was very important. And I had expectations to get a business up and running. And so the sales calls, the amount of efforts I made to contact people, to talk to them, to sell them, to earn their business, was a lot, a lot, a lot of calls for a lot of years. And that's sowing and reaping. I sowed the seed to build a business. Here's here's a story. When I was first started, I had to call people's homes.
0: And you were starting an insurance.
1: I was starting the insurance agency. And at that time, you you bought list of homeowners who, we knew they owned a home, we knew when they bought it, and we had their phone number on the list. And so we would cold call those people to ask them if we could talk to them about their insurance, because we knew we had a homeowner and the idea was to become their agent. And so the list was pretty long, I had a lot of people and I got to the point where I had to find a place to do this and I would there for a while. My method was to come to my parents' house, go back there in the back bedroom where nobody was, close the door, get one of those old phones that you don't see anymore, and just call people for about two hours a night. I do that about four nights a week. And you had a
0: family at this point, didn't you? Oh, yeah.
1: I had a family, but we had to build a business. And I remember one time we did some things called walking and talking. We would walk into businesses, just walk the streets and walk into businesses. And a couple of times, one time I was doing it, it was near Christmas. It was actually, it may have been Christmas Eve. And I was walking on wow. re- retail establishments and it was snowing. Oh, my God. And I had my suit on, my big overcoat. And I was walking and talking, going into the business. Man,
0: school. this is the grind before anybody even knew what the grind was. And I
1: felt so proud of myself. I said, look at me, I'm in the snow doing this. I what? was so proud. I bet nobody else is doing this. No. And then one time I was on the way home. It was probably 5, 5:30, been a hard day's, you know, at work. And I was on the way home. And I looked to the left. I was at this red light. And I looked to the left and there was an industrial complex back there. And something just came over and I pulled in there. I said, I'm going to start walking and talking and if I can find some people here. (laughs) And another good time to find those people is like early in the morning before everybody goes to work. So Mm -hmm. when you're sowing and reaping, that stuff ends up paying dividends. So you have to sow and reap.
0: So you being hard on yourself in that way, it definitely paid off. It did. And now your life is a little bit easier than what it was.
1: Would you agree? I would say it's easier for me and our family because of that. For sure. Yes. Yeah. And another example of that would be uh, time with your kids. Mm -hmm. If you sow the time, because we know that the way kids spell love is Mm -hmm. T-I-N-E. If you can give your kids that undivided attention, Mm -hmm. especially while they're young, all the way up until forever, really, but as much as possible, that is sowing and reaping. Those will pay dividends later in life. And it is hard because you're tired, you want to eat, you want to sleep, you want to work. You just want to make sure you take the time to sew in the kids.
0: I know that there's one thing I can remember about my childhood, it is the garage door opened. I would run down and give you a hug. You always had your suit on, and you always smelled really good. You would put on your comfy clothes, and then Mom would say, "Go downstairs and play with the girls."
1: Yep, she go said, down, I'll do the things up here. You go play with the girls. Go
0: play with the girls. She really fostered that time. Well, she
1: created environments in her home, and that yeah. was the environment she created. Yeah. So she actually created and encouraged that. Yeah. She
0: said, yeah. like, I'll bring your dinner downstairs. Just go spend as yeah. much time as you
1: can. Or, or typically, dinner. I think I would eat. I'd get to eat upstairs, but <laughs> she'd say, you go play. I'll do the rest. Go be with the kids. Yeah. And it was great. It yeah. was awesome. And Very I have some, of, the, some that. of those
0: best memories. I have memories of you sitting underneath the air hockey table playing barbies with me. Mm-hmm. That's where all my air mm-hmm. were. Pull, I,
1: pulling you on the blanket around the floor. She'd
0: pull me on the blanket, we'd be breaking things and, and
1: every that, now and then.
0: I remember breaking things. And <laughs> <laughs> so we had a great time, yeah. So she created that environment, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And the third thing is don't lie to yourself. Certainly. And it's it's real easy to lie to yourself. And in the business here we we know we have to Generate new business, new business, new policies, new customers. That's part of being in business. You're always going to generate new. And we have, we keep a list. Everybody keeps the list. What'd you do this week? Who'd you do? Who'd you write? Whatever. And it would it'd be real easy to put something on the list that didn't really belong there. Like, like they
0: didn't initially close.
1: Well, it's more of a service thing. Somebody sold a home and bought a home. You don't really count that as a new sale. You're just replacing one out. You Got know. It. You could easily do that, but that's nothing but lying to yourself. That's not new business. So we talk about don't lie to yourself. Which
0: hurts yourself at the end of it. Well, yeah. I
1: mean, it's just a lie.
0: I have an example of that. When I was doing uh, my wellness really heavily, wellness business, I would call people and talk to them, and one of the first questions that I would ask is, hey, walk me through a typical day of eating. And almost every time, it would be like, oh, I just have egg whites. And maybe some strawberries and a salad with grilled chicken for lunch. And then for dinner, I have salmon and vegetables. And they have like 100 pounds to lose. And I would say, hey, there is no way you need me if that is really your diet. There's no way. And that is a, a perfect example of lying to yourself because really they were just hurting themselves by really believing that that's what they were eating.
1: That's a great story. That is so true for all of us. I know that's true for me And I would things. call
0: them out. I would say, hey, let's let's reevaluate here. I know that's not true. I right. know it's not. It can't be. You'd be in amazing shape if that's what you're really eating every day.
1: Yes, good. That's a good story. I like that. Mm-hmm. And so let's just let's just paint a picture of of someone who really did something really good. This is a story I heard when I was watching the D-Day, uh, World War II D-Day on uh, on the news they were interviewing this young 90 something year old man that had survived had come through on the d-day and survived it and he was still there and they were interviewing him and he was talking about you know why did you do this how did you feel And they all said yeah we were scared yeah we were all afraid but this one guy said you know but it's something that had to be done he said there's a tyrant over here and we had to do something about it and i just thought that was the best attitude and that goes with the attitudes that we have to have with being hard on their se- mm-hmm. ourselves when there's something that needs to be done then we just go and do it and we remember the points of set the expectation for yourself for yourself sow and reap because you're going to reap what you sow and don't lie to yourself so
0: hey guys, thanks so much for listening. We have a couple of things coming up on August 10th of 2019. There is an awesome good is cool event. It's going to be in Roswell, Georgia. It's at 7 PM at the Roswell historic cottage or the Roswell historic center? I can't remember exactly what it is, but we had an event very similar to this one in February. And it was such a huge hit that we want to do Another one, but refreshed and different. Uh, It's gonna be all about discovering your impact. Tickets are $40. They're on MacyMcNeely.com. It's a perfect date night. We're actually gonna give you some some exercises and some call to actions to do with the people that you go with. Uh, It's gonna be really meaningful for your relationships. We have a couple of our training sessions coming up. Our next one is in August, and then we have a couple of online options in September. And then the next ones are October and November, the in-person ones. So you can go ahead and start signing up for those. We have seats already filling up, so make sure you get your spot. Prices start to raise as they get filled. So jump on in while you can.
1: Have you noticed, Macy, how everyone around here are are so excited for. This thing coming up this week.
0: It's so cool.
1: Yeah, so the people being excited is really, is um, really yeah. fun.
0: It's got me all enthusiastic about it, so we're so pumped. If you have any questions, you can head to my Instagram, Lucy McNeely, or clearlyconfident.co or macymcneely.com. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. I hope to connect with you on Instagram at Macy McNeely. We do personal growth Instagram lives every Tuesday and Thursday morning at eight thirty a.m. Eastern time. Hope to see you there.